All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of FinTech Friday. I'm Brian View, President and Chief Operating Officer at FinLocker and host of this weekly podcast. And as most of you know, I love to talk to friends in the industry, and I especially love to talk about people that are doing cool stuff and uh, or making new moves. And so with me today is Sarah from Ascendant Title. A uh, long-time friend in the industry. Um, I think we've done one of these before, and we've run around at conferences together, but uh, it's great to have you on this week. Yeah, thank you so much for having me as well. Always good to chat and catch up. Yeah, and I think uh, I think today we'll, we'll do a little bit of chatting and a little bit of catch-up. We'll talk about the industry, but before we get into that, you... You recently made a move, made a career change, and joined Ascendant Title. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the role that you're taking on at Ascendant? And um, for those that aren't aware of what Ascendant does for the industry, maybe just a little uh, overview of the company. Yeah. So I uh, joined um, Ascendant National Title in the beginning of December. And Ascendant National Title is actually um, owned by Cypress Ascendant, which is an investment fund. So within their portfolio of brands um, that they work with, Ascendant National Title is one that is completely owned um, inside of Cypress Ascendant. So essentially, I work for both companies, right? So um, my role here is Senior Vice President of Strategy and Partnerships, and that will kind of cross over both the title company and the investment fund. I will look for partnerships and synergies that are a little bit outside of the box when it comes to the investment fund. Um, but, you know, one of my main focuses right now is working with Ascendant National Title to kind of, you know, um, propel them forward. They are um, a little bit of a newer company. Um, we, Cypress had acquired them, I want to say around April of 2021. They were kind of a local title shop before then, and when Cypress Ascendant took them over, it took them national and started looking at other partnerships and other products to be a little more innovative in the space. Um, interesting times right now, right? So, um, Look for a new job. Where should you go? Let's go sell title, right? <laughs> Crazy person. Um, but it's interesting. Um, they brought me in, you know, with my strong fintech background to look at things differently. Most people that are within title um, industry have been in title. They've gone from, you know, all the majors, First American, Fidelity, Stewart. They've done the rounds. Um, they've lived, breathe, and eat title. And however, I did refer title vendors at my previous employment. I never really technically sold um, individual title products. It was more of a selling technology. So um, by bringing me in, they want me to kind of look at title a little bit differently. Um, how do we make it more innovative? How do you automate? How do you provide customized options and journeys for lenders? Um, and especially right now with this fantastic market we're dealing with, um, now is the time to really take a step back, look at your processes, look at what you're doing. Uh, how can you 
elevate that customer experience. On first mortgage, the customer, the buyer picks the title company. Why are they picking that title company, right? So normally it's because there's some type of partnership between the real estate agent or the LO. Um, but do you really even talk to your title company? Right. What other value are they providing you other than, you know, kind of this mythical title policy that you need to get cleared for underwriting to close on your home? Um, so it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's a necessary evil, yet a lot of people still don't really understand what it is, what it does, and how it can benefit them. So kind of thinking outside that box on how can Ascendant National Title, you know, be more customer facing how can we provide more value to that buyer you know through potential strategic partnerships you know that it can help develop for the company so um you know i'll be on these meetings and people laugh at me because i'm like oh i'm gonna make title cool again and they're like, well, was the title even cool to begin with and i was like right i don't know but i'm gonna make it cool so um, that's kind of where i've landed you know looking at strategy you know moving forward um, obviously, there's a ton of changes in the industry right now with FHFA and Freddie and Fannie and all the guidelines. So it's, you know, how can we be more innovative to a product that is so far behind innovation? Yeah. Well, I think, you, I think you hit on a couple things that are super interesting to me because, um, yes, title is a necessary step. I don't even want to call it an evil. It's a step that has to happen on every transaction. And there's a process behind it. And yes, the average consumer, and honestly, the the even the consumers who buy and refinance that are in the industry sometimes scratch their head on what the heck, how does this benefit me, and and why do I need it? Um, and I think those 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 things actually maybe there's an opportunity for for a title provider, title partner to take a leadership role in you know, that education process to make sure that the consumer understands that, A, they have a choice, right? This is a shoppable product. Mm -hmm. And then B, what the heck does this product do for me? Why is it important to me as a buyer? And what should I be thinking about when I ultimately choose a partner? So how do you guys think about that education kind of part of the equation? And, and are there things you're kind of contemplating doing to, to help the loan officer, the the realtor, better educate you know their their buyers, their borrowers throughout the process. Yeah, so um, there is a a number of other kind of fintechs out there, you know, that are so consumer focused, you know, when it comes to the buying journey. Obviously, FinLocker, Home Scout. Um, all of these type of CRMs, you know, you got your simple nexus and you've got your accelerate and all these type of companies, you know, focus on that LO and that customer engagement. So no need to reinvent that wheel. Right. Right. Um, that's what they do. That's what they do best. I've worked with almost all of those companies in some shape or form of partnership, and they're all fantastic when it comes to anticipating borrower needs, tracking um, large amounts of life event data, um, just a whole kind of toolbox of tools that they can use you know, to engage these customers and provide this extra value. And so no need for us to go and do that um, when 
they already exist, right? So right. it's partnering with these companies to help expand our reach and actually tell, you know, the story of as a buyer, you can pick your own title company. Why would you want to do that? What yeah. does it do for you? Um, and even going a little bit step farther, you know, in that partnership and providing all that valuable content of the home ownership journey, right? So I've bought and sold many houses in my time with my husband and still to this day when we purchased our last home and it was a new construction, so it's a little bit of a different process. He was like, okay, where's our loan at right now? What is title me? And he's like, we purchased and sold many homes, but it still kind of seems like this, you know, black hole that you go into. Oh, you're in first touch underwriting, final underwriting. So, you know, being a little more transparent with the process, being able to provide that content and educate people on, you know, what it does mean, you know, for home ownership. And now is the time to really look at that and think about it while, um, you know, business is down a little bit. <laughs> and we're not so, you know, busy with a refi slam um, to really kind of think about what what is that journey look like? How is it going to provide the most value to a buyer? Um, and really put yourself in, the, in their shoes and, and reevaluate those processes. Yeah, I, I, I love the, um, the, the, you know, talking about your husband's questioning on where we are in the loan process. And I, I always go back to like the uh, the little things in life, like the Domino's pizza tracker, right? You order pizza your pizza. Yeah. Yes. You order your, your Domino's pizza. And now today you can actually track the progress of that pizza. It's pepperonis being applied. It's in the oven. It's on its way to your house. So uh, it's amazing to me how in our industry, we still haven't gotten all the way to, we haven't caught up with the, freaking pizza makers yet in terms of in terms of you know providing that kind of transparency to to buyers on on where they're at in the process and title is one of those components that it is a black hole i kind of you know i i think about when i've bought and sold houses and it just it goes off that that step goes off and you don't know what's going on and then you know miraculously when it's time to close you're you're you know you not only do you have closing documents, but you've got kind of this clear title policy, but there's still this, this lack of, you know, understanding of, you know, what is happening in the background? What is this title process look like? And again, why is it important to me as a consumer? So I think, I, I think the uh, educating and, and building better transparency ultimately improves the relationship between the borrower the buyer and the agent or the loan officer. And then by extension, the, the brokerage, the real estate brokerage and the lending company, the, 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 the lender. And so um, I'm looking forward to seeing how you guys kind of help bridge the, bridge the gap in, in, in building that, you know, kind of education content and arming your partners with that, that information. From I your love suite- that you bring up the pizza tracker too, <laughs> because shout out to Joe Darlene, me and Joe, Prior company, we're like, yeah. we just need a pizza tracker. We need that. We need to tell consumers where the loan is at. Give us the pizza tracker, and I mean, we push so hard for that. Um, and it's just so simple yet so important. It's you know, it's uh, it's funny, and 
a few of my friends from my past life at Flagstar are probably going to watch this episode and, and get a chuckle. We, we were designing a, um, an overhaul of a, a broker portal, you know, at Flagstar. And we basically named our, you know, status update module, the pizza tracker. <laughs> it was because it, everyone got it. It was like, I get it. Domino's pizza tracker it makes all the sense in the world. And so that became, you know, meetings would be scheduled to review our, our status uh, module. And it was title of the meeting, you know, pizza tracker conference room one B it's like, what? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I, it's the little, little things in life. It, it really is. And it, it just helps bring that buyer in as they are part Right. Um, however, not a lot of business there now. So this is the yeah. time you kind of look and you build and you add eyes and whatever you want to you know come up with. Um, in the interim, though, we have equity booming, which yeah. is kind of my sweet spot from where I came from. You know, my husband's like, well, what's underwriting? And I was like, I don't talk to me. I only know how to <laughs> close home equity loans. I don't know. But um you know, Ascendant has, you know, a handful of really unique um, kind of products and features where we can customize those workflows for lenders, you know, that are working within the home equity, uh, HELOCs, and the reverse mortgages too, um, enabling those lenders to close faster and um, save money. So we all know that that price to originate and close loans is through the roof right now. So wherever, you know, you can cost cut, whether that's, you know, instead of going full title, you're doing a property report with an E&O wrapper, um, making it safer for those lenders to lend that money. But in turn, it's also um, more, um, you know, there's a better cost benefit to them. And then the buyer closes faster on that home equity loan. And so their satisfaction goes up as well. So, you know, kind of um, working I think the biggest thing right now is going to be flexible, right? So working with what the market is giving us. Right. The market's giving us home equity and, um, you know, reverse mortgage right now. Okay, we can work with that. We'll work on other stuff in the interim. Let's not forget about the other things that we need to work on, but, you know, kind of taking what we have at the moment and expanding on those products and services as well. Yeah, I think when I think about... Um... You know the, the the role of the loan officer in particular, it's a it's a, such a challenging role, and there's so much competition. And today we have a shrunken market, and so you have all the same number of players, <clears throat> maybe a few less here and there, but still a lot of lenders chasing a smaller pie. And so never has it been more important to have the right combination of speed. Because speed and service, to me, those are synonymous. They go together. Um, and speed can sometimes offset price and cost to a degree, especially in a, in a, to me, especially in, a, in an equity situation where a lot of times the speed to closing and, and, and getting the funds in hand is very important to a borrower. And so they might. It's a make or break. They're shopping yeah. for that. Yeah, mm -hmm. they may forego, you know, a little bit of rate and a little bit of fee if you can be a week faster on funding. So speed mm -hmm. and service to me are super important. And then to your point, 
if you can also bring in optimization of costs and every nickel counts today because every nickel gets poured back into the ultimate rate and fees that the consumer pays and you know you you already hit it on that on the you hit the nail on the head earlier the cost to produce is sadly at an all-time high and so anywhere anybody can find a way to shave five basis points of cost off the deal it makes a difference when you're engaging with consumers um, i'm assuming that's kind of a the combination of speed service and optimization is is part of your kind of go to market you know value prop i assume right yep we're we're a boutique title agency so there is one person that kind of manages that customer support, a real person. You're not dealing with multiple people. It's not going to an inbox where you don't info at, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know who you're talking to. You can email, you can pick up a phone and kind of get that white glove, personalized service, you know, and, um, you know, full, we're full end-to-end title agency, but we can also work very closely with our other partners to provide additional options with whatever closings you're looking for. So as the RON closings continue to be more widely accepted, or if it's an attorney closing state, uh, notary closing, whatever's going to work best for the consumer, as well as the lender. So just being able to give all of those options a one point of contact the yeah. white glove service and then being able to you know kind of customize um you know what that journey looks like for that lender you know we have a number of integrations with loan origination systems and other type of settlement service companies that our products can be ordered through as well to help even streamline so it easily can fit into anyone's tech stack I love it, and congratulations on the new role. Thank uh, you. Great to great to see great things happen to great people. Um, I appreciate you spending some time with me, Sarah, on our little podcast, and look forward to seeing you running around the uh, conference circuit later this year. Oh yes, running around. I, <laughs> I go to the mall. <laughs> I don't take vacations. Uh, it's kind of like uh, maybe take a day here or there, but I'm always on the road, so. I'm sure I will see you sooner than later. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's always good to catch up with you. Right on. Appreciate Thanks it. everybody for joining this, this show and we'll see you next Friday. Thank you.